Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Casting the Net. Today's topic is Holy Orders. It's the first of two episodes on the topic, and obviously it's something that many of us are not as well versed in as we are, say, the sacraments, right? We're just not quite as familiar with that. We don't live in that world of of being a priest, and so it's a really great very candid discussion between the guys. Uh, they talk about the three degrees of holy order, what makes a Catholic priesthood unique. They go into some detail on clericalism, the power of the priest. And Rick has a great quote from the patron saint of parish priests, and that is, what good is a house of gold if there is no one to unlock the door? I love that quote. They also talk about sacraments at the service of communion, and uh, they do get pretty candid uh, toward the end of this one. So another great episode, Casting the Net. Hi, I'm Father Dave Nuss, together with Father of Four, Rick Lingva. Welcome to Casting the Net. We are in search for catching the faith. us through this didn't i tell you that i know you 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 said something to that effect i never i never agreed to <laughs> this is going to be a great outtake hey friends you this is it this is casting the net yeah, yeah. and rick and i are about ready to do rock paper scissors who's who's hosting and who's co-hosting tonight so the host uh, the host is across from me right now let's pull the pull the audience <laughs> Here's, I'd like to introduce you to rick your host and to father dave your co-host tonight because we're talking about the holy about? order. So obviously the layman should uh, should take the lead on that. <laughs> Friends, we're so glad you're joining us tonight. And we have we've really enjoyed the opportunity to to walk through the sacraments mm. of uh, of the church, these great events that are supercharged with grace, because no less than the presence and power of Christ is at the heart of every one of these events. Not things that we do or things that we get, uh meeting <clears throat> God, the God of the universe who permits us to meet him in these in these various ways, these various forms. And I I think we've spoken about six of the seven. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if this is a culmination. <laughs> yeah. Or an anticlimax. Or an anti <laughs> We might have peaked last week, yeah. the last episode. Holy orders. So then it's time to land the plane. <laughs> Holy orders. Ours is a tradition that we hold that Christ uh, established one of his sacraments for those who are commissioned really with a role of service. Hmm. Uh, There's three degrees of holy order that might be new to even Catholic listeners. Hmm. Uh, Holy orders is administered and or celebrated, received for the order of diaconate, for the order of priesthood, and for the order of bishop. So all three of those orders or offices um, are are actualized through the reception of holy orders. In my particular case as a priest, I've received this sacrament twice, when Mm -hmm. I was ordained a deacon, when I was ordained a priest. Mm -hmm. Now, for friends of us, for friends who are listening who may be of a different Christian tradition, a Protestant uh, current, that may or may not be surprising to you that there's some sort of ordination that is uh, part and parcel of um, of a ministerial leadership. 
least a pastoring ministerial leadership in our Catholic Christian tradition. As there's all sorts of variations of this in different Christian currents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I guess what jumped out to me in your your opening uh, monologue there was uh, your, your point about um, servant, servant. You know, Saint Paul remarks that <clears throat> that Christ took the form of a servant or took the form of a slave. Right. And That's right. What, what makes Dule. Yeah, yeah. And what what makes um, Catholic priesthood unique or distinct is the way the priest is configured to Christ. Mm. Um, we, we talked a little bit last week, um, and I think the week before too, about the, the sort of the spousal character mm. of Christ's mm. relationship mm. with the church and how, you know, uh, sacramental marriage mirrors that or images that. Yeah. Um, the priest, when he receives holy orders, is configured to Christ in such a way that he kind of slides into um, Christ's role as, as groom. Mm-hmm. Right and and therefore thereby um, is empowered to to act in Christ's name and through His power. Yeah, and because we 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 use that word priest, Christ is strictly speaking, He's the only priest. Yes, He's the only one who could be a priest. Yes, right. Because what does a priest do? A priest is a go between mm-hmm. between God and man, or God and humanity. And a priest also offers sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So Christ is really the only one who's equipped to do that because mm-hmm. of His two natures. And then his sacrifice on Calvary. Yeah, um, what you do and what other ordained priests do is just kind of get get you you act um, in participation with that or, or get get a, get a share in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're configured to Christ as a servant, then you also are, are are servants, which is a completely different picture of priesthood than I think a lot of people yeah. get. Yeah, or have. Yeah, I sadly. I agree with what you just said. I which which that, part? <laughs> well, that there are misconceptions mm. of who a, who a ordained. We're talking about ordained minister. There's a there's a priesthood that is part and parcel of all of the baptized. Right. right? right. We share in this priesthood of Christ by means of baptism. There are some, and and albeit few relative to the whole, who are called by Christ to participate in His nature in a particular way of service to the rest. Mm-hmm. And I think service is the right way to speak about um, ordination, holy orders, whether it's through as in the role of deacon, in the role of priest, or in the role of bishop. Mm-hmm. Though I said, sadly, it's misunderstood that way. It's It's just unfortunate. I think that there are, I think there are misconceptions today. And I think some I think some ordained ministers, some of our own ordained ministers, really perpetuate a misunderstanding. And what we talk about a clericalism, where the where the ordained person himself is is not immersed so much in the in the daily rhythm of of life of the people he serves, but is somewhat removed from that. And mm-hmm. I. I think that's a real. I think that's a danger for the ordained minister, yeah. be it bishop, priest, or deacon. And sadly, it fuels a misconception, one of more of power, one more of privilege. When Jesus says, "If you if you're going to be configured to me, then wash feet." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, there's a couple of things you mentioned I want to come back to, but just you know, 
let's go this route. Do you think because of the dignity of the graces that are received through holy orders, do you think humility, like the virtue of humility is front and center for, or should be front and center for ordained priesthood Hmm. um, in a way that maybe it's not, uh, you know, obviously humility is a, humility is a virtue for every Christian, Mm. but do you think it's, it's, it should be more prominent or take uh, a more, you know, central role in ordained priesthood than it would for other vocations. Wow. Does that that kind of make sense? Well, I, I, I think I understand what's underneath the question, though your earlier point about humility is a Christian virtue. It's part and parcel of maturity in the spiritual life. Yeah. I think it's equally important across the board. Yeah. I do think there are some, if we, we call them maybe vocational, vocational, uh, blind spots. Mm-hmm. And I do think, here, here's how I notice it. Let me say it like this. Even when I was in the seminary, which seems like a long time ago in a, in a, in a seminary. A galaxy that was, far, far away. <laughs> yeah. In a galaxy far, far away. Thank you very much. Um, we're not going to get sued for that, are we? No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We don't have enough followers. <laughs> I don't think our moms are going to. Our moms have shared it with their with friends. George, but... George Lucas and <laughs> right. rat us out. Right, right. Though it was a very different seminary in in the era when I attended seminary than it is today. Nevertheless, there were still um, significant diminishment in numbers of seminarians of those who were studying to be ordained a deacon and a priest. And already there was this, oh, I don't know, rallying cry for those of us who were few. Hmm. Um, it was, it was, it came from good places. Yeah. You know, you're sure. special. We need you. But there were also privileges that were involved with this that, well, they certainly don't reflect the lifestyle I live that, hmm. Meals were always prepared for yep. us, and schedules yep. were always determined for us, and it seemed that everything was provided. So there were there were privileges in what we did that that sometimes diminished. I think the sacrificing that is just part and parcel of the life. Mm-hmm. And there's something analogous, I think, with marriage. I, I oh, yeah. think when you announce your engagement, and you're preparing for your wedding. There's yeah. There's appropriately so lots of adulations that if you if you drink them in to their fill, mm-hmm. you may not be aware of the sacrifice that's at the heart yeah. of pouring yourself out for your beloved. Sort of romanticized. Yeah, that? kind of a romantic, idealistic. Yeah. yeah. You need to be careful with that. Or just uh, St. John Vianney, <clears throat> who, you know, <laughs> incidentally is— patron saint of parish priests who, yeah. you know, would know a thing or two about holy orders and <laughs> said, said some really, really, be, or wrote some really beautiful things about the priesthood. You have a knack for understating. <laughs> Continue. <That's>, With apologies <laughs> yeah. to St. John Vianney. Bach is, Bach's, Bach's a pretty good musician. Yeah, yeah, he was able to compose a few things yeah, he's, that we yeah. still listen to today. Van Gogh's an artist. Yeah. <laughs> um, holy no, orders, uh, holy orders. Yeah, he... Uh, <laughs> He's, he says some really, really beautiful things about priesthood. Priesthood, yeah. you know, he remarks that um, yeah. he he sort of just just poses the question, you know, as as important as the mother of God is for mm. you know the story of our salvation and yeah. in our spiritual lives, um, can she absolve people of sins? Mm. You know, can can she um, 
you know, transform a host into the body of Christ? Nope. Mm. Angels. I mean, we, we've talked a little, a little bit about the power of angels. Yes. You know, if we were to come across a host of a hundred angels, um, you know, could they celebrate Eucharist? Could they forgive sins? Mm. Nope. Mm. But the priest can't, you know, and he, and he remarks that, um, what, or he poses the question, what good is, is a house of gold if there's no one to unlock the door? Mm. Right. I mean, that's that's the role of the priest. And so that's that that's where the the, the humility question, I guess, is coming from. Um, that, that's what's behind it. You know, just the um, the dignity of getting to share in those um, those those gifts of Christ. Yeah. You know, seems like seems like and this. This feeds into your point about clericalism, I think. But um, um, the, the, the need for humility and exercising those. Yeah. Those, those offices, those capacities. There's a fear and trembling that is appropriate and healthy mm. when encountering the divine. Yeah. Something else, I'd be interested to hear your take on this. Something else John Vianney <clears throat> said was that um, the priest won't really understand, I'm going to get the quote exactly right, the, the greatness of his office. Mm. The priest won't really understand the greatness of his office until he's in heaven. Like, do you, can you kind of see his point there? Or? Well, in in the greatness of his office, the office of the priest and deacon and bishop. Right? Yes, so I mean, we're just, we're talking I'm, about priests because you know it's, Vianney was a priest. Vianney's one, and, and you're one, and, and I'm one. Right. Yeah, just an but, easy way to go about approaching got holy orders. Got it. But so, in no way, shape, or form are we trying. We're to, not trying to exclude anybody, right? Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, you know the greatness of the office, the greatness of course is the high priest himself and the greatness is greatness in terms of of a proximity um to Christ Jesus as the high priest through nothing i've done to earn it or to deserve it or to merit it it's a it's an invitation and a call it's a summons kind of a why me and the response is because mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the response, right? Yeah. So, and there's a fear and a trembling with that. That is, is just simply appropriate when we're dealing with the the holy of holies mm-hmm. in all of the sacraments, and as a custodian and as a steward of those sacred <clears throat> movements and events in the life of the church. Yeah, I suppose there is something analogous to to what married folks are supposed to feel. At least, I mean, we, we talked. Last time about um, how it's you know it's it's the it's the vocation it's the job of the spouse to to mm-hmm. get the other one to heaven to get their yeah. kids to heaven that that's quite the charge um, yeah. that's that's quite the responsibility I mean yeah. that, that's something that's <laughs> you talk you spoke a moment ago about the adulation that comes with a, a proposal uh, yeah don't lose sight of what's what's coming you know the 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 terrible in the ancient sense of the word the terrible responsibility that. Uh, that, that's going to rest on your shoulders. Yeah, I mean um, the weighty, enduring responsibility for yeah. sure. And that, that's that's why the graces are needed. Yes, the sac- we we were ta- right. we were talking a little bit, little bit about this before we went on the air. Um, the catechism, um, for convenience, sort of um, you know categorizes or, or groups the the various sacraments together into categories that make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, the sacraments of initiation, um, baptism, Eucharist, and confirmation. Mm-hmm. The sacraments of healing anointing of the sick and penance. Um, the, the the catechism calls marriage and holy orders the, the sacraments at the service of communion, mm. which is a kind of a clunky 
expression, but but the logic is is really fascinating. They're they're the sacraments that are directed mm. toward the salvation of others. Yes. Toward the salvation of other souls. Yes. Yes. Um, and it's it's easy to see why that would be the case given what we talked about when we discussed marriage and what yes. we're talking about now. Yeah, I really full disclosure when 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 you shared that with me right before you went up here, I didn't remember. <laughs> I didn't remember that category in the catechism. Full disclosure, I didn't know until I was perusing the, the catechism shortly before I came over to your place. So. And I so am taken by that category. Say that again. Service of communion? Uh, sacraments at the service of communion. Sacraments at the service of communion. Yeah. So expressly, marriage and holy orders, they endow and they equip the recipient with the ultimate responsibility and duty to be of service for others, and the communion is leading deeper communion and union with God. Mm. And when we when we embrace those sacraments, those of us who have received it in that particular way, that's that's expressly what they're designed to do to make that mm. possible. Yeah. And in a day and an age that's so self-promoting, mm. so excessively self-promoting. It makes marriage and it makes holy orders hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, it casts both of those vocations in a completely different light. It does. For sure. It does. It also allows those vocations to be more luminous and radiant. Yeah. Much when, more when beautiful. Embraced, than... Much more beautiful, much yeah. more attractive and appealing, right? Uh, as, they're, as they're so assailed today. I mean, both both of those sacraments are really under heavy fire in, a, yeah. in this secular culture. Yeah. What's the most, to your mind, what's the most daunting thing about holy orders, living living the sacrament of holy orders? Hmm. Um, daunting and... Yeah. The, the, um, take it any way you want to go. All right. Fair. <laughs> fair. That's a good friend. Open-ended question. That's a good friend. <laughs> you can take it the easy way if you want. I think it is astonishing that as a priest, I get invited into the most important moments in people's lives. Mm -hmm. So as I shared with you before we went on today, um, a sick call last night to an ICU that involved someone who wasn't from my parish mm -hmm. in, a, in a different hospital, but I was available and the Lord summoned me. Uh, and that person did die. Mm -hmm. um, but after I had arrived and was able to administer the uh, the last rites, and uh, be with some family that was present in that ICU and also be with some medical personnel who appreciated some uh, encouraging words that the Lord put on my heart to share with some people last night. Mm -hmm. And this morning and some different, two different families uh, I was with in, in similar situations with like most important moments, right? Some of those are heavy. But on sen Sunday, I baptized not one, not two, but three children. Mm -hmm. And the sheer exuberance and delight of joy. Again, most important moment yeah. in the lives of people. Highs and lows. Highs and lows, and but downs. all significant, so significant. If communion is about deepening the union between uh, people and God, which is also mean, it also means deepening the communion between people and each other. Mm -hmm. It is... It is mind-blowing mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Now, the, there's a daunting aspect, too, that it is enormously hard 
to turn on a dime oh, I bet. with human limitations that are just simply at play. Yeah. From the intensely serious that require great, enormous self-offering to God that God's going to provide, even though I have no idea what the words or actions are going to be, mm-hmm. to other situations that are far lighter and more playful, and you don't want to... Yeah, you don't want to take that down or kind of ruin the yeah, yeah. the joy that everybody's having. And right. There's a sacrifice in that that oh, sometimes sure. I just have to live with that, and others don't know, and and continue to try to offer that to my God. That's there's your priest nature, you know, offering. Yeah, as I say, it really highlights the the centrality of the grace. I mean, that, that it's a sacrament. That it's not it's not human effort. Um, and we've discussed before that grace doesn't destroy nature, it perfects it. So grace yeah. isn't going to change your personality. Yes. Like I, I would really, if I yes. were a priest, I would really struggle with that because I'm, I'm an introvert. Um, I need time to process. I need time to, to digest what's going on. If I, I don't, I don't turn on dimes easily mm-hmm. <laughs> and grace isn't going to change mm-hmm. that, but it might, it'll, it'll still imbue me with, um, if I were a priest, um, prudence, and, and mm. pastoral charity mm. so that I could, I could come up with the right word at the right time or, or simply my presence would, would be a gift, you know, yeah. because Christ would be operating through yes. me. Um, yes. So it's just, it's, it's important to remember that like marriage, um, the sacrament of holy orders, <clears throat> excuse me, is a, it's, it's, um, it's a grace. It's, it's a dynamic gift. It's meant to unfold throughout life. Um, because of the nature of the life that you've been called to. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's constantly developing and unfolding and um, dramatically playing out, and you yeah. need to be equipped for that. Yeah. And God chooses you as a married man to be true to who it is that he has created you to be. And he chooses me as an ordained servant yeah. to be true to who he is that he created me to be. And it's not... Uh, capitulating to the demands or expectations of others, but there's an authenticity that's required. There's no cookie cutter to marriage. Mm -hmm. There's no cookie cutter to priesthood. And there are different types of priests with different ways that we're we're in service of communion. Mm -hmm. And I happen to be a type of priest who is on the front lines in the midst of uh, daily experience in Germany, they didn't have a word for. They, they called my kind of uh, priest a Weltpriester, uh, a priest of the world, a worldly priest. Not meaning secularized, no. but you're out in there it, in the world, in it, yeah. in it. You know, in the world, uh, with alongside, locked, locking arms with you mm. and others to try to change the world, to transform it, to be a leaven in the world, to infuse hope. Uh, where there isn't hope and, and to practice forgiveness so that it can be seen as, as possible and as a pathway to freedom. Mm-hmm. So um, we should probably, uh, this was great. I'm glad you did a great job of hosting today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have more questions. Uh, all right. Well, maybe we'll have, we maybe, we'll have, a, maybe we'll have another episode. We'll okay. have a, like a bonus episode and you there can you ask more yeah. questions and we can continue the conversation. We can have an after show. And I, <laughs> I love it. You tune in. Uh, I don't know where it'll be, but we'll, we'll post it somewhere. The after show to the episode on Holy Orders. Yeah. So, friends, uh, tune in next week for the after show. I'm Father Dave. He's Rick. And we're casting the net. Friends, he's Rick. 
And I'm Father Dave, a dad and a priest, together trying to become better fathers by catching Christian faith. Thanks for joining us for our conversation, and we hope that you'll connect with us next week for Casting the Net.